Hi guys, welcome back to My Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Another day, another fantastic time for an interview. I've got Lisa Berry with me, uh, a woman who nowadays helps others to create lifestyle love stories. And just those two words together actually describe what most of us really want. We don't want pain. We want to be happy with ourselves. We want to learn to love ourselves. And to learn that, we need to learn to embrace a certain lifestyle that fosters that self-love. So today on my show, Lisa Berry, who is not only a master in the lifestyle and living the good life. She is also a nutritionist for a long, long time. She is a co-author of our new book, A Breakdown to Wake Up, uh, which is coming out within the next few days. Having said that, by the time that interview airs, it's out there. So go out there, have a look. There are 16 stories uh, of some beautiful, beautiful content all about transformation and stories about going through hell and keep going and turning out the better person or becoming that better person afterwards. So break down to wake up, make a mental note or look down there into the description of the, of the show. Uh, it's a fantastic book. Uh, we enjoyed writing it. And so we hope you will enjoy reading it. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on to my show. Thank you so much for having me. This has already been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. Once 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 you tap into this creativity, and once you you uh, give yourself the freedom to let go, to let loose, to just come out with things, to be honest, to live authentically, it is such a buzz. It is such a such a such a life wire. It is like like this energy is is well, it's giving me goosebumps. Just literally, actually, and it is just it's beautiful. Uh, and and you were bitten by the same by the same muse. Uh, the same fate has has touched you. How did your story start? Where did you where did you start becoming involved in in uh, the creativity in the creative side? For this, this specific book or chapter, yes, this was an interesting one. I was actually helping um, a client go through series, you know, in podcasting. And I, I love helping produce shows and do that. Tomas Garza and myself, we do that as, as partners in that. And we thought, oh my gosh, Arlene Wallace, one of the, the co-authors of the book too, we thought she needs to be she needs to have this chapter so in in all honesty it was going to be just in support it was just uh. i've written before and i said to myself no more chapters that's enough you need to focus and so and then thomas garza was writing a chapter and i was like well i can't not write a chapter and i thought and what it really was is i because it wasn't in my i didn't seek the topic at first i was like what am I going to write about? Because I have written a few and I thought, you know what? Nothing's in me and all these other wonderful authors are writing about what you what you said. This pain that they went through, this transformation, this event, this challenge, and they were giving hope. And I thought, I don't have one of those right now. I have no business being in this book. 
and I was writing them and I wrote, I wrote one and I said, this is garbage. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I I'm, I'm lying by putting this out. This is, I'm going to waste people's time. And I really respect people's time. And so I thought, I, I don't know what's, what I'm going to do. So I sat with it and I sat with it and, and then an event happened to me and I went, Oh, I think this is it. I think I had this. I have to write about this. So, you know, I messaged Jocelyn and I, and I was in the moment of the pain of the story and the turnaround and she felt it. And she said, that's your story. And I was like, Oh, that's really personal. I don't know. I don't know. I might want to come out with that one. And cause it's about hormones. It's about age. It's about usefulness as a woman. It's about relationships. And I thought, Whoa, that's, that's, that's really revealing. <laughs> and um, I wrote it and I, I'm so happy that I did. Not only was I able to, I, I still need to go deeper. So I'm going to expand on that. But what came from it was I had shut down my practice as a nutritionist about five years ago to pursue radio. And I've been doing radio ever since. And I keep getting the little bug back And you know, my clients who were with me for 20 years, they said, we, we want you back as a nutritionist. We want you back. And I thought, no, I, it's not in my heart right now. Well, guess what? This just brought it right back. H hormones and diet and lifestyle, lifestyle love stories. This is it. This is where it's at. So I thought this is, this is the time for me to do, go crazy with this chapter. <laughs> and it's so hard because let, let's let the cat out of the sack here. Um, what we're talking about is menopause and it is like, addiction or like depression or like other things for many women they want to hide it they they are nowhere near ready to deal with it when it comes and then they're flustered and confused by these new waves of weird hormones that are going all over the show and your <laughs> moods that go all over the show and then all the signs and symptoms of it that you're not used to and yeah. Honestly, I swear to God, every single woman that is in my age, when you ask her one-on-one -on -one and say, you know, do you feel like you're 49, 51, 52? And they look at you as if I'm nuts and say, no, I'm 21 in there. Okay, maybe 29, 21, I was still too stupid <laughs> kind of a thing. But you don't feel your age. We're we're at the cusp of greatness. And I certainly feel like that. I'm 54 and and I'm nowhere ready to confront maybe a decline in my whatever abilities. I'm sorry. No, 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 sorry. Talk to me again when I'm 100, okay? Then maybe <laughs> something like that. But here, you women, we are a bit lucky as men. There is menopause in, women, in men, okay? So there are actually similar hormonal changes. They're just not as commonly known, etc. I'm probably not as pronounced. Um, but you girls, you get a bit of a rude wake-up call, don't you? Right. Yeah. Well, I like that you said the word decline. Um, so interesting. I, in my chapter, I literally went from, uh, when you said it's like, it's sudden, I went from the beginning. I was like, I, I was a little girl and then suddenly I got my period and now I'm a woman. And I was like, Oh, what? No. <laughs> I, was, I, I remember telling my mom, I was like, don't ever you womanhood. Ooh, gross. <laughs> and so it was like a, a, a hard stop, start, hard start actually. And then you go and then you have, and then it's not quite a hard, my thing was, which was so interesting is one summer ago. So just over a year now, I have a girlfriend, my best friend, she's eight years older than I am. And we were having phone conversations, just chatting like girls. And I said, 
I think you might be going or have been going through perimenopause for a couple of years. And then my, I was getting all emotional going, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I, I should have been there for you. You're in perimenopause. I said, well, that's it. I'm going to start looking. I'm going to figure out hormones for us women from here forward. And I put this post on Facebook and I told all the women, I said, let me know your symptoms. What are you going through? Because I'm going to solve this thinking I've got 10 years, right? I was 42, 41 when I was doing this and thinking, I'm going to be so prepared. Look at me. I'll breeze through this, yeah. not knowing that I was in it. And because perimenopause is like 10 years, eight years, 10 years. And then as this journey over the year of here, I am thinking I'm, you know, being the, 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 the knight to my girlfriend, my, my, my best friend, um, thinking, wow, it's actually me. It, it was her too. Um, so when I was with my boyfriend and we were going through some stuff, I thought, oh my gosh, it, those, those questions come up. For me and you guys will have to read the chapter, but um, <laughs> I I didn't want children for for all of my adult life, and so that to me during that time made me ageless. I was young because I didn't have to worry about the clock ticking. Oh, better hurry up and have a baby, or I better like age wasn't a thing to me because when I took babies out of the equation, it made me young. But suddenly, when I thought, what if I cannot have babies? Now I felt old and useless, and so. It, it was a whirlwind. It was, forget the, the hormones at that time. My brain went berserk. <laughs> it was like, eek. Mm. <laughs> Standing in different shoes, but, but with, the same, with the same outfit. You know? <laughs> oh, that would be weird. <laughs> I put my running shoes on from my heels and I'm still mm. wearing the dress. <laughs> That's exactly it, isn't it? And the moment it hits you, the, the realization, your brain goes into a very weird mode. It comes up with all these interesting voices, with all these interesting, as you, as you alluded to, this kind of, I'm, I'm worthless. I, I am, it is, yeah. And whilst that is becoming a fact, it is still, I can see that very much a grieving process, um, a, a transformation that, can hit you like a two by four on the head. So it is, it must have been scary. It must have been scary that moment. It was, and the fear actually came from at first of that value and, you know, about the whole baby things and did I want one? But it, it, it all within probably even another two hours later, I'm thinking, I'm dying. <laughs> like it was this weird, like, well, wait a minute. That means I'm, I'm done. I don't get this estrogen anymore. I don't, my, my, like all these things was, I, I hit the over the hill. I hit the, I, I did the climb and I got to the peak and then, well, my gosh, what now? What? No, but I really love living. I have a lifestyle love story. I love life. I'm that 29, not 21. You know, I'm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> exactly. And, and it really it took me, it caught me by surprise. So then, of course, since then, which is wonderful, it did bring me back to my nutrition days of research because there are ways of very naturally, because I, then you got to go through, oh, am I going to do hormone replacement? Am I going to, and then is that, how, is, how am I going to feel like I'm not adequate? I don't, I'm not enough. And now I have to put hormones in. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I didn't know. You know? And so I always go back to the health. I go back to my foods that I'm eating. Am I actually, maybe I'm just low in hormones and I'm not yet there, you know? So there's this whole, um, testing that you almost like put yourself under a microscope but your hormones are still flipping around in there and they're not they're not ready to go back to school 
No, on the contrary, they seem to be sort of, ah, I show her once more what a real downer is. What a real, you know, the angry girl. Yeah, Yeah. let's bring her out. Let her play. (laughs) Or how about the period the last three weeks? Yay, that's fun. Uh Uh-huh, not. Happy, Um, but I'm not. I'm just, (laughs) it is, because, and I I can share with everybody this, because it's in the chapter, the when the chapter was um due and it and it went in and jocelyn had it in her hands i got my period <laughs> and then i went wait no we just had this conversation i just it's like somebody died and they came back and you're like i just went over you <laughs> so. exactly exactly like lazarus like like this <laughs> Will you finally die? Stay down. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> You're almost like, well, wait. So it, it's it has been um the the best part about it is that I'm learning things. So women are coming forward and saying, yeah, well, did you know that um, hip joint and and knee joint is part of that? And I went. No, because my knee started hurting randomly three years ago. And I thought it was because I just sit on the floor too much or something. (laughs) And then you have the beautiful women that come to you who we're so grateful for, who say, wait till you get on the other side of that because it's beautiful. And this, oh, this one woman, my gosh, she just made it like, I was so excited. I'm like, whoa, watch out world in 10 years. You better wait for me. Like I'm going to go shiny pants again <laughs> because, you know, it's because she really made it sound like on the other side. And I'm going to quote her word for word here. She said, but Lisa, on the other side of menopause, it's juicy. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that means, I'm gonna, okay, wait, let's go with it. <laughs> I love her for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is so important to actually realize that as doctors dealing with dealing with uh, people from all age groups, sex is still we don't really talk about it. No one talks about sex and unless they they have got a special interest like uh, uh, infectious diseases or things like that or sexual health, actually. So now as normal doctors, sex is, you know, and the reality is that uh, in in residential homes, uh, there is often a very active social life happening, and it is just uh, of an, a magnitude that stuns you. So I think it, I want to to drop that hint here uh, that the word juicy and and that is actually not necessarily so wrong. Actually, okay, it is. It is life doesn't stop because your body transfer uh, transitions from from one state to the next state. Okay, so I think that is from a doctor's point of view. Ah, that's that's bullshit. That's 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 some kind of myth misconception. Your life continues just with different parameters, with different rules, with different. Different facts, exactly. The interest literally change in what I've even noticed that what I'm looking for in a partner now, like what I when I look at my boyfriend, there's I I see different things that interest me than before that would never have interest me before. I'd be like, oh, who cares? <laughs> Let's hop in the bedroom. But now it's it might, and still you can hop in the bedroom, but maybe it's more like, oh, look at what we're enjoying this way. We would never never have done that. So I think the um number one thing for me was really to I needed to fall in love with myself again. Mm. I need to really 
Yeah. And that relationship, that intimate relationship needed to be with me first before anyone. And that's, I did not think of that until now, but thank you. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. But that is, that is what happens with all of us. It is, regardless if you have a Y chromosome or not, it is the, the, the huge critic in us is we are, we are putting ourselves down. We are trying to find fault with us. We are trying to focus on the negative. And it doesn't matter that you have done 999 positive things, the one negative thing for that you flatulate yourself. And guess what? Here you are, something that something natural happens and your brain goes, see, you're a failure. I knew it all the time. Ha ha. I prove it to you. And it's what, where's this voice coming from? Oh, and it's just, oh, and we all have it. It doesn't matter. Guys out there, look around, look at the person that you most admire, the person where you, who you think he has got all his ducks in a row. If I, sit down with him quietly over a coffee and say, look, man, honestly, tell me about you. He will say, oh, man. And he might be the hunk. The, the, he might be chiseled jaw, and you think, wow, I'm in awe of you. And he might say, God, I, I'm so ugly. I'm so, you know, and, and he looks at me, wow, you look so nice. And I say, what? That nose? Nice? Are you sure? You, can, I, you need an eye test, man. Uh, and it's that kind of a thing. We all have these bloody voices. If you can just shut them up. And that's where self-love comes in. That's where your journey comes in. Because your life, again, throws you something that the voice uses nutrition uh, in a bad way. Uh, and yeah. now you're saying, well, actually, thank you very much for the reminder that you're still there. No, fuck off. Um, because actually... I've decided to love myself. And you made that decision. You made that clear state of mind happen where you now say, okay, I want to love myself. So what do I need to do? And here you are. You've come back here to your nutrition, but you've also, you've, what have you done? You've, you've journaled, or in this case, you channeled to a few million people. Oh, hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you are transparent and you're not hiding it and you're coming out and by actually putting it in words, therefore your brain is now able to deal with it. You're, yes. You have done, sorry. There's denial, but there's also, and people, I hope that they hear this, there's rejection. And I've learned, I love that. I just learned this from a wonderful man, G.P. Walsh. And he said, why there's suffering? And this is so, when I heard this, I was like, wow, why we suffer is when we want something to be different than what it is. And if I don't want to be in perimenopause and I am, I'm going to suffer. And if I'm rejecting that my boobs are three inches lower than they were 10 years ago, or if my whatever, if I'm rejecting that, that is such um, a self-loathing or hating or uh, not accepting and not embracing. And I'm really, really placing my value then on what, just just my body, just my use of my body. I, I love and respect the body because that's why we want to fuel it properly, give it nutrition, exercise it, have it sleep well, connect with other human beings or pets, animals, you know, and, we, and so we can love, but don't be your body. You know, don't be your body. You're it. 
Stefan, you're just having all these wonderful things all come out here. <laughs> well, that's my job. That's my job. My job as a as a host is to make you look good. But also for me, it is this is a unique opportunity into the brain of a woman. Now, how many men uh, would would give their left arm to actually find out the truth? What goes on in your head? Hell. Boys, you owe me. You owe me, okay? <laughs> so, no, it is. It is beautiful. It is. It is so beautiful because it it just shows that people that all of us will go through transitions. There will be events in your life that can not be predicted in their magnitude and in their impact. You know, they will come one day. You know, there will be one day. X will happen. And whilst you have got, when you're younger, you sort of think, yeah. And then, exactly. then when you come a bit closer to it, you say, yeah, okay, maybe. And then when it hits you and you think, what, where did you come from? And that is, it, it is what it is. Okay. You need to be clear about that. These things are there, but it gives you an opportunity to reevaluate what's important in your life. And you had that given you suddenly said, well, actually, I love my nutrition. And it was a love affair that, that turned a little bit quiet for five years. And uh, now you are you are the radio producer. You are the host uh, star, the host show, um, the head honcho. Uh, and, but now you're, you are, you're actually combining that again with your old passion. And yeah. where, will so that, where will that take you? That's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, the, the when it's like these massive planets truly did collide and it's beautiful. I'm able to to do all the things I love right now. So I kind of feel like I'm at such an advantage point, like, oh, I can pluck from here and pluck from there. And the beautiful relationships that you've made and connections and the networking. And I think it's so, you know, I would like to share this with everybody. I'll go public with this right now. I, it's been a long time since I've said this, but I used to do a lot of TV and I got really self-conscious, like, like all of a sudden, I was really self-conscious. And I did not love my body, did not love my face. I had a couple of people make comments about how busy my eyebrows were. Oh, <laughs> and I got really self-conscious. And so I said, you know what? I can't handle the anxiety around it. So I, I'm just going to talk on air, but I speak really quickly. And so I thought, nobody's going to even understand what I'm saying. So it became a practice uh -huh. <laughs> to enunciate and slow down. Um, and so the nutrition for me was very easy. It was one-on-one. It was consulting. I really enjoyed it. And I would be a speaker and go in and teach nutrition. But then I thought, I. I really, this, I don't want to have the fear because my eyebrows are really busy. <laughs> you know, I just go all over. I'm, I just call myself cartoon Lisa, but I like it. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> and it's these funny things that like, I, I think that really is what the, this message would be is you, we do need to take the time to fall back in love with ourselves or have that intimate moment. And it is through self-inquiry. It is asking, who am I? And it's who you are. <laughs> You're quite right. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? Without your nose and your headphones. And I think that question is, who am I without the conditioning? Who am I without the lies? Who am I without the chatter? And who am I with the love? Because when, as soon as you say, if I said suddenly I was, I was hating on myself and then all of a sudden I stopped just for fun and said, no, 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 no. 
I, I love you, Lisa. I love who you are. Mm-hmm. Do you know that in that moment right there stopping, nothing else exists other than that love. And I truly can come through with who I am. And this must be the pinnacle of freedom once you have achieved that and truly mean it, not just bullshit mask. Hey, look, look how happy I am because I accept myself. Yes, I boost that. Ah, no, good on you. That is, and that is so beautiful. And that, but that is a journey. Uh, that is a journey through through dark times, self doubt, worthlessness, hopelessness, helpless, and then active steps and active realizations, working with it, not hiding it, not denying it, rejecting it, but actually accepting, well, hang on, right now, there are all these feelings, these negative feelings that I don't like. So you could have said, oh, fuck that, I'm going to have a bottle of wine or two. Um, And see, and then I'm hungover, and then I don't remember that I'm actually uh, what the real problem is. And then, yeah, and then next day I drink again. Um, so this would have been one way about. Um, probably not the best way and probably not the most productive way because you're still left with the problem that initially caused you to drink. And now you have got a hangover on top of that problem. So, yeah, probably not so clever. But how many people do it? Here you are actually going about it and say, bloody hell, that rattled my foundations and let's actually work with it and turn it into an advantage because what did you do? I'll write a chapter about it and have another thing there. So why not? I mean, not all of us are authors. So you guys are listening to that and you might say, I don't know how to string two words together. Um, Doesn't matter. Your story still matters. Your story is still worth telling and others might have the same aha moment um, as you might have listening to us because we are open, we are transparent, we are authentic in what we're telling you. None of that is scripted what we're doing here. None of that is is, uh, somehow in any way embellished. This is truth just as it comes out. And how beautiful is that? We can talk about it because we... Can I just I have to yeah. say you said you just mentioned something that was so important and I, I don't want to lose that moment. Please. The alcohol. Do you know that so whatever, even if you are in perimenopause or menopause, we still have a cycle. And th- there are times in a cycle for a woman even more and for a man, because he goes through his that are so much more brutal and hard on you for you to consume alcohol during that time the depressive state becomes tenfold. Like there are times that you, when you are low on your happy hormone, that you have one glass of wine and it can put you into such despair. And, and just like, like you might fight with your, with your lover for no reason or think, or make a decision, a rash decision to quit your job. Who knows something because, but alcohol can have such an effect when your hormones are not balanced or when you don't understand them. So I, I really want to take that moment to say that because any dr- other drugs too, but lack of sleep can, but it just, I just want to hit that. Cause I, I, you know, do have a glass of wine here and there. And I notice that sometimes it just wreaks havoc on me. And I'm like, Phew. I'm not doing that (laughs) because it's not worth it. Forget the hangover. Uh, The hangovers would be brutal too, but it's a hangover in life. And when Mm. you go such a 
a, a low depressive um, or erratic, like your, your responses are not coming from a natural true self, from your true self. It's coming from an altered state. And so I just want to caution to people, be really mindful of your hormones and stuff. If, if you are consuming alcohol and, and in that also, you know, damages the brain and all that stuff. But so I just wanted to say that. So true. So true. Wow. No, this is, this is so true. Lisa, I want to talk with you for the next three hours, please. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't think our, 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 cli- uh, our clients, our, our listeners and viewers have got the standing power to, to, to follow us through. Uh, mind you, we could wake them up every hour with a big sound or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he said, Oi, listen. <laughs> no, I think uh, the, a, a more practical way is that we uh, bring this, this interview, this beautiful interview to a closure. And, uh, but I want to have you back on um, as in your role as a nutritionist, but specifically now with that insight of the, the hormones, the nutrition, the, the way, the insights that you have gained because you speak to 50% of the human population of the world. That's hell of a lot of billion. Um, so girls, even if, even if the younger ones don't want to listen, that leaves probably 25% of the population <laughs> of the world. I think you have got a message there, girl. Uh, so <laughs> I want to bring that out. So, but first of all, I I want to I want to highlight you as the author because you wrote a book. You wrote several books, and you have got one there to show us. Which one is yeah, that? I'm a chapter lover. I always feel like they're little bedtime stories. <laughs> but um, I I've had just one here in my hand just because I received the books. Now this one is Living Your Truth. We have be- lots of beautiful co-authors here in this one. I've got two chapters in this book. I, I just love them. One of them, oh, you guys will love this. One of them's the blind spot in the bathroom mirror. So not your car mirror, but your, and that's about self-love completely. Um, that one, I would, I would absolutely recommend people read that one. That one's, that one's, that one's got some tips and, and techniques that will help you with what we just t- talked about this whole show. The other one is I don't have a hard copy is what's balance got to do with it. And um, that chapter is called barefoot balance. And that was another one using a technique on how to, if, if you're going to start your journey of self-inquiry, you want to set yourself up. You want to have a good foundation. And that foundation is, it, it can be easily done with the body because we can manipulate the body. So know how to stand, know how, like how to sit, how know how to breathe. These are, these are the basics, right? So there, that, that chapter was really about how, well, yeah, how to stand, how to sit, <laughs> but it's in a fun way. You guys will love Ooh. it. <laughs> Brilliant, Lisa. It was such an honor to have you on my show. It was such a pleasure. It was such a fun to have you. (laughs) So thank you so much. Looking forward to to another show with you in due course in the new year. And let's have more fun. And you guys out there, uh, let that be the the motto for your day. Let's have more fun. Let's, Let's have true, honest fun where you love out of your belly and where you have the happiness that comes from accepting who you are and uh, what's and all and go out there and have a fantastic, fantastic day, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.